Listen, today, um, it's just a day of celebration, and um, um, I want to talk about yesterday's 5K. Wasn't that a glorious time? I want you to go with me to Matthew chapter 5. I'm going to read a a portion of Scripture, and I just want to park today and take the time to celebrate all that God's doing here at the church. Matthew chapter 5, 13 through 16, I'm going to read this for you. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Okay, let me read that again. Verse 15 and 16. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Why do we exist as a church? What is the purpose of the rock? Why are we here in Oregon, Ohio, and reaching out to all of the areas that surround us? Because we're called by God to be the salt of the earth. We're called by God to be light of the world. And God has strategically placed us to be a city set on a hill. Now, what does all that mean for us? What does it mean to be the salt of the earth? Salt is a preserver of life. Salt preserves life in the plant life. And in everything on this earth, there's sodium that preserves life. You and I are called by God to be the church, which means that you and I are called to preserve life. We do not believe that the story of humanity begins with brokenness. We believe the story of humanity begins with God making us in His image. Right? If it's broken, it used to be something that it's not anymore. And so if it were, if we were to take a mirror and break it into a million pieces and we were to pick up a piece of that mirror, we can still see reflection of what it was. And so in the same way, we're called by God to look at the the things where God's image is and still speak life and be a blessing to the community that's around us. We're called to preserve life, to bring life. We are called to be a city on a hill, or we have been placed as a city on a hill. We realize that God has placed us strategically in a place so that we can be seen for His glory. He wants to lead people to Him. If you've ever seen cities that are set on a hill, no matter where you go, you can't, you, you're going to find them. You're going to see them because they're set on a hill, especially in Israel. The surrounding mountains, they have all kinds of cities on top of the mountains. Why? That is exactly what God says about us. I place you strategically in a place so that you can be seen. Do you know that where you work, do you know that where you live, do you know that where you, you do your hobbies, God has placed you there strategically so that you can be seen? That's right. God wants you to be seen for what purpose? So that you can lead people to Jesus. We are the light of the world. Darkness hides in the midst of the light. And you and I are called to be a light. And if God calls us light, then that means that God has assigned us to be light in darkness. We don't run from darkness. We're not afraid of the world. 
because darkness runs from us, because greater is he that lives in us than him that lives in the world. And what is it that radiates from us that calls the world to God? Let your good works be seen by men, the word says. Your good works, so that when they see them, they will glorify the Father which is in heaven. In other words, God, through us, as we allow His Holy Spirit to lead us, we begin to live life differently, talk differently, treat our spouses differently, do work differently, do our taxes differently, do everything differently to the point that people see our lives and they say, there's something different about that person. What? What? Hey, Rick, what? I've seen you smile like three days in a row. Everything okay? Because like this smile is making me really uh, uncomfortable. Things are awkward in the workplace because you're like happy. Nobody's happy. Nobody stop it. Are you with me? Something about what you do, the way you do, even in where you do it, even in the present darkness that draws people to God. Your works leading people to the Lord. And I want to say this. Yesterday, something very big happened that makes me so proud to be a part of this church. I believe that we were on assignment and that we were salt, that we walked out being a city set on a hill, and that we were the light of the world. As you know, we had a 5K yesterday. Every year we have a 5K. And what we do is that we like to signal out or to point out something within the city and, and to be a blessing to some agency or some work that's happened in the city. We chose the YMCA one year to be a blessing to them because they bless families who cannot afford memberships. And so we wanted to help them fund that, that resource. We, we blessed Star Elementary the year before that. And we said, we want to help teachers. We know that there aren't enough funds for school materials. So they allowed us to earmark resources to go straight to school materials. This year, we uh, believe, led by the Holy Spirit, somebody in our staff meeting said, Pastor, why don't we choose to be a blessing to the police department in Oregon, Ohio? With everything going on uh, in the world and the way people talk about the police and everything, wouldn't it be great if the church said, we love you, we're praying for you, we're standing with you, and just become a blessing to the police department? We, we all sense, man, this is good. This is, this is a good God direction. And so we dove into that, and uh, there were certain people who began to take the helm at that and begin to, to make this process uh, work. And so I just want to say thanks to those who are leading that, uh, uh, Laura, uh, Noel, Sandra, uh, Justin, Tina, Dan and Tina. Just want to say thank you to all. Can, can we give them a hand? So this committee of people just begin to do the work. They begin to do everything possible to make this 5K happen, and it didn't come without challenges. There were some serious challenges, right, in regards to uh, just concerns on whether it was going to go as well as we intended it to. Uh, we got a committee together. We spoke with Chief Navarre. When I spoke to Chief Navarre and I told him that we chose the police department, I'm going to be honest with you. And he said, he said, us? Um, but we have all the funds we need. We, um, I, don't, I don't know why you want to do us. He was, kinda, he was very reluctant. I said to him, we want to take the time. It's not just about the funds. We want to honor you. I want to let you know that there's a church that's praying for you, for the safety of every officer out there. And he was so grateful. We reached out to so many sponsors, and we got volunteers. You volunteered. There were 50 volunteers. 
we got runners to sign up. And I tell you the truth, we expected very few runners, right? Laura and I sat the week before or so, and we said, you know, we may not get that much. And I remember telling her, it's okay. If we just get 50, 50 run, if we just have about 50 runners, 50 volunteers, the house will be full and they'll know that they're loved. Well, we had 95 runners. <laughs> Amen. And we had a multiplicity of volunteers. And I think this is the best race where I've seen so many people cheering people on as you ran. And I, I mean, that, that was just awesome. The facilities looked amazing. Didn't it look beautiful in here yesterday? The chairs were pushed to the side, and people were just hanging out, laying out. They were, they were uh, stretching. This place became a place where people hung out, right, uh, just had fellowship and got ready. Because what do we believe about this? This is used for what? For God's kingdom. This, this is only a faci- We are the church, right? And this is a facility God's given us to do the work of the kingdom. And this became a hub for, for us to do that. And it was a blessing to do that. This place was full. It was radiant. And then it happened. Then it happened. We were here and I looked around. And I, I was just so happy. I, I, I was just so filled with joy. I thought, man, this is... This is what makes me proud to be a part of this church, to, be, to serve with you guys. I mean, people are greeting officers, greeting people that they've never seen. You guys are just being a blessing. You got your shirts on. You're taking care of people. I mean, it was so beautiful. It was just so beautiful. And it happened, and there it was. I saw the joy of God in you, and you being a blessing to the people that came to be a part of that 5K I saw, what did I see? What was it that happened? We were salt. We were salt. I don't know how many officers came up to me and said to me, Pastor, nobody ever does this for us. They don't do this. Nobody says thank you to us. An officer came up to me and she just hugged me. And she said, thank you is not something we hear. It's, it's just, I, I don't remember the last time anybody said Thank you. Just what she said. We get said a lot of a lot of things are told us to us. <laughs> Thank you is not one of those things. And you can see that she just sensed life, and it was uh, it was as if she was saying, "Moments like this make me make make me glad that I wear the uniform." In a season like America has gone through, I'm so glad that we were able to speak life to our officers. We were salt. We were, we, were, we were light. Not only were we light because we prayed for them and we blessed their families, right? And we blessed their, their work and we asked God to prosper them. But I, I really sense that as we prayed for them, we made a connection. And we let them know the church loves you. The church cares for you. The church is here. The church is here. And trust me, trust me, they'll remember that there's a church praying for them. And I pray that they'll remember when they're on duty, that there are people that care for them. And lastly, what else happened is we realized that we were a city set on a hill. We realized that God strategically placed us here in Oregon to be a blessing to our surrounding areas. And we looked at our facilities. We looked at the things that surrounded us. And we said, how can we use this to bring the community to Jesus? You see, that's what God called us to do. That's the assignment that God's given the church. Not to just stay within four walls, right? But rather to gather, receive encouragement, and to go out of the four walls and figure out ways to be a blessing to the community. 
And you did that yesterday. Yesterday, we were able to recognize we are a city set on a hill. God has placed us here to influence the community. And so I want to just say this. Yesterday was a personal victory for you. Yesterday was a victory, uh, yesterday was a victory for the rock. And yesterday was a victory for the kingdom of God. What do we do from here? So what do we do after such a great event? We celebrate it. We remember it. And we let God use this victory to give us clarity for the future of the rock. What is it that God has made clear to us throughout this one event? You know? I want to take the time to talk about this one event because I believe it gives clarity to what God desires us to do. And I want to talk to you a little bit about the vision of the rock. I believe, I want you to hear from me, the church should be outside more than inside. Right? And I believe, just like yesterday, if we're going to be on the inside, the inside needs to be open to the outside. Does that make sense? Not that we become like the world, but that we open ourselves up to the world that all may hear the gospel and be saved. Yesterday was glorious. And I want us to start thinking about the rock, not only as a church that gets together on Sunday at certain service. I want us to think of the rock as a movement, a movement of members, of people, a movement of people who say, I want to be a blessing for the kingdom of God. Wherever I am, whatever I'm doing, I want to do it for God's glory. I want you to look at yourself as a part of the movement, not just an individual movement, not an independent movement, but the movement of the Holy Spirit. The movement, movement of the kingdom of God, the movement that started in Acts. And I want you to see yourself as a part of the kingdom of God, building it wherever you go. I want you to think about this church, being a church outside of the walls, doing the work of the, wick, the kingdom. What did it give us? How did it give us clarity yesterday's event? Number one, it showed that we are a church seeking a revival that has no name other than the name of Jesus. It shows that there's it's really not about one superhero. It's about the people of God doing the work of God that some may be saved. Stand with me if you were a part of yesterday's 5K. Just, okay. I know some of you guys were not able to make it. I'm, I, I, want, I want you to hear this. My hands were not involved in this, right, Laura? I mean, I was encouraging I, call, I made some phone calls. I made some phone calls. That's about it. And that's the way it should be in a sense. Because we are called to equip the church to do the work. You did the work. And countless others did the work. Right? Amen? Can we? You can sit down. I want you to think of The Rock being a group of people who are moving forward, right? And, and expanding the kingdom of God in their gifting, in their service, and all that they do. A no-name revival where only Jesus gets the glory. As you do the work, as we do the work together, only Jesus gets the glory. I want you to think about a church that is relevant in the community. I want you to think about a church that is relevant in the community. A church that's connected to the education of our city, the arts of our city, the media of our city, the social media, the law enforcement, recreation, sports, and business. I want us to impact all of those spheres in our area. Why? Because God's called us to be a light and salt. I want you to think of us as a church 
that's constantly looking how we can make better our city. You know, I talked about this several months ago that oftentimes you hear church folk and we're complaining about our city and our politics and what have you. But what if we made it our minds to say we're going to serve regardless? We're going to be servant leaders and we're going to try to implement change in our community one person at a time. I want you to start dreaming that way because that's what we're supposed to be about. I want you to think about this. A church walking out racial reconciliation. I want you to think about that. Not only walking out racial reconciliation, but doing more than that. Doing racial reconciliation and then some. Look at the church. Look at our church. We got people from every background, from every walk of life. And I love that. And you know why we do that? Because we love Jesus. And because we love Jesus and Jesus lives in us, we love our brothers. No matter where they come from, what they look like. What the world needs is a church. What the racial tension of America needs is a church. A church that's multicultural. A church that reflects, reflects every nation, every tribe, every tongue for Jesus. Can you imagine? And I thought to myself, here we are, a multicultural church in Oregon, blessing the police department in Oregon. Yes, glory to God. Yes. I want, you to think, I want you to think and dream of what God can do with our property. All eight acres here, all the way to the end of the house. Imagine all that we can do, not for ourselves, but for the city. What if we had sports event for the city? What if we had a gymnasium opened up for the city? I sure know that if there wasn't a basketball court in front of my house growing up, I would have been doing something different. But a basketball court was there, and I had a ball, and it kept me busy. Imagine if we made ourselves busy about providing opportunities for the youth in this community. I want you to think about that. Imagine, imagine the possibility of just uh, taking advantage of this wonderful Pearson Park that we have here and the trails that we have right here and, 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 and using them to reach out to people in our community. I want you to think about that. I mean, I, know, I love to ride that trail to get to the ice cream place. <laughs> I don't know how much motivation I'll have without Eagle's Nest ice cream to get on the trail. But praise God. Imagine us thinking about those trails and how we can continue to do 5Ks and different things. Imagine a bike ministry. People who are riding their bikes and just connecting in the community. Imagine a bike station where we can park our bicycles here, Right? Imagine, uh, uh, imagine all that we can do with our facility for the kingdom of God. Think about church planting. What would it look like for us to get deeper into Oregon? Small groups in different areas, different venues outside of the church to connect and be a blessing to Oregon. And lastly, imagine what would happen if we chose to live our lives led by the Holy Spirit. And wherever we went, wherever we lived, we, we said to God, God, what is it that you want me to do? What is it that you call, how, how am I called to be light? I believe that the church is walking around and every day we're missing opportunities because we're not thinking about how God's called us to be a blessing. Are you with me? I want us to think about that. Today I just want to say something, and, and I'll close with this. Yesterday was a massive victory. Amen. So let's give a hand to the Lord.
Would you stand with me, please? Yeah. He goes to church every Sunday, and uh, I think it's pretty powerful testimony and a witness that our church, you know, it's inspiring with all the things. Uh, Mommy Bay, my son and I just left there last night. Somebody was stabbed and everything right. right before we left and all that. I didn't even know they were having fireworks. But I said all that to say is that with everything going on and him and him being in the church and everything, you can see how him and his family might be inspired and really think like, you know, like you're saying, to get outside of yourself and actually be able to do these things. So I thought that that was pretty neat. Amen. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Derek. <laughs> Would you guys stand with me? That is neat. <sighs> Hallelujah. I, I want to do something completely different today, and I'm going to ask you to do something completely outside of the, the comfort zone. But we're going to pray really quickly. I want to pray all together. And what I want to pray is God, uh, is, is, is that we would declare our openness before God and say, God, we want to be used by you, right? But afterwards, I want you to walk out with me. I want to walk out to the middle of this field if you're able. I want you to see what God's given us. I want you to pray and say, God, use us where you've placed us. Have your way. Amen. Now, I want you, if you're, say, if you're here and you're saying, I want to be used by God, to change my city, to change my surrounding. Would you raise your hand with me? Yes, God. This is why you baptize us in the Holy Spirit, that we would bring life. We say yes to your will. Yes, Lord. Continue to use the rock for your kingdom and for your glory and have your way. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. We bless you, O oh God. We thank you that you set us here, a city set on a hill. We want to be used for your glory. Stir the gifts in each and every one of us. And have your way, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen.